the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. North Korea threatens a merciless response. I think our Chinese uh, counterparts will be not happy with the nuclear test. Inflation on voters' minds while heading to the polls. Users will be able to buy the blue checkmark to signal that users' identity is verified by Twitter. Twitter delaying blue check verification rollouts until after the midterms. The plan? To turn the platform into one that can service a wide range of needs. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Monday, November 7th. I'm Mike Scott. Over the weekend, North Korea released images of its most recent missile launches, along with a strong condemnation of the joint military exercises between the U.S. and South Korea, calling the exercises an open provocation and dangerous war drills against which it had to respond with what they call sustained, resolute, and overwhelming practical military measures. Last week, North Korea fired missiles as South Korea and the U.S. conducted their air drills, which were dubbed Vigilant Storm. Those exercises were extended from five days to six in response to Pyongyang's testing. Rafe Sanchez of NBC News says over the weekend, the U.S. deployed heavy bombers to the region for the first time in five years. Tonight, the U.S. sending a message to North Korea in the form of B-1 heavy bombers. The supersonic aircraft deployed to the region for the first time in five years, taking part in the final day of a vast U.S.-South Korean military exercise. The bombers are a response to an unprecedented barrage of missile tests by the North. More than 30 weapons fired this week, including four more today. We are absolutely united in the face uh, of these actions. Kim Jong-un's regime says the real provocations are the U.S.-South Korean military drills. But with those drills now finished, will the North stop its escalation? Or are the missiles just a warm-up ahead of a possible North Korean nuclear weapons test? Sanchez goes on to report that many experts believe that with Joe Biden traveling to the region, North Korea may take it as another opportunity to launch more missiles. Tonight in Seoul, hopes that diplomacy might still find a way. Would you like to see us talking more with North Korea? Yes, talking more. I hope that the war will not happen. A hope widely shared, even as tensions soar. President Biden will be here in the region next week ahead of the G20, and there are concerns Kim Jong-un could use that trip as an opportunity for another provocation. Stephen Nagy is a senior associate professor in Tokyo's Christian University and says that North Korea is trying to provoke the U.S. in an effort to push for diplomatic talks. 
I think it's important for us to understand these uh, missile tests through uh, calibration. The North Koreans stopped testing during the 20th Party Congress in China. And of course, they've resumed testing in the way uh, in the build up to the midterm elections in the United States. This shows that they're deferring to the to China in efforts for some support. And they're trying to provoke uh, the United States in many ways to get them back on the table uh, and back on the uh, diplomatic um, discussion, uh, moving towards diplomatic discussions to try and find some way to uh, move these complicated relations forward. Nagy believes that North Korea's missile tests are to eventually flood the anti-missile capabilities of South Korea, Japan and the United States. What we continue to see from the North Korean side is um, the uh, building of a plethora of different missile systems to invade the existing anti-ballistic missile systems that are based in South Korea, in Japan, and of course, and other uh, on ships in the on, on U.S. ships. And this is what the North Koreans really are trying to focus on: is how to build enough um, evasion capability to saturate the existing anti-ballistic missile uh, systems within the region, to pressure uh, stakeholders to come to the table for some kind of resolution to uh, this uh, the long-term tensions with North Korea. The professor goes on to say that experts believe that North Korea is showing off the missile systems they are developing to put pressure on the U.S. Most analysts, we understand that uh, North Korea has most likely refined its uh, nuclear technology, but what it hasn't refined is its delivery systems uh, and a variety of delivery systems. And I think this is why we're seeing a buildup and an increased number of tests uh, prior to the 20th Party Congress, but also prior to the midterm elections, to demonstrate that North Korea has made a tremendous progress in terms of the kinds of missile systems it's developing, short, mid, and long term. Um, and that allows them to put pressure on South Korea, Japan, and of course the United States and their long-term efforts to secure some kind of regime security and potentially a peace treaty uh, between the South and the North, but of course with the United States as well. Nagy also says that, in his opinion, China is most likely not happy with the North Korean missile testing. I think our Chinese uh, counterparts will be not happy with the nuclear test. It'll bring more attention to North Korea, uh, more attention in terms of maritime domain awareness, space domain awareness, and cooperation between the United States, South Korea, and Japan. And this is not what the Chinese want right now. Uh, They view any kind of cooperation between these three states as potential to uh, peer into uh, Chinese territory and understand where they're placing their missile systems, uh, in particular their nuclear systems, and potentially giving them the edge in terms of uh, of creating deterrence capabilities and counter-strike capabilities on China. Nagy also believes that the U.S. and South Korean joint military exercises are a strong deterrent. I think that the message is is that the United States and South Korea are determined to create deterrence capabilities against North Korean uh, aggression. They understand that the North Koreans and other uh, states like North Korea only understand power as uh, 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 to negotiate and create the conditions for uh, moving towards peaceful resolution. This week, voters will take to the polls. And President Biden and Democrat strategists are very worried. Many pollsters are pointing to what could be a so-called red wave on Tuesday. Experts are saying that it's the economy that is front and center on the minds of Americans, not abortion or other issues. 
As Election Day nears, Republicans seem to be gaining even more momentum. Robert Cahaley, chief pollster for the Trafalgar Group, says he's not surprised by the GOP surge. As this gap closes, people who are on the fence, and there's a lot of people, believe it or not, who just kind of want to be on the side of what's going to happen, that when psychology is taking over, and so undecided uh, and people that went through third-party candidates that end up wanting to have a say-so are all t- breaking toward the Republicans in these races. Inflation is still at 40-year highs, and those economic uncertainties mixed with the Federal Reserve repeatedly hiking interest rates have many Americans believing that a recession is on the near horizon. Yet, President Biden is still asking voters to look beyond the current financial problems, pointing to jobs numbers. The government reported Friday employers added 261,000 jobs in October. However, at a campaign event, Donald Trump says the country isn't safe with Democrats in control of Congress. On Tuesday, I need all of you to vote. Like your lives depend on it. Because they do. I want you to vote like your safety and that of your children and your loved ones and your grandchildren depend on it. Florida Congressman Matt Gates says Democrat candidates don't have a good record to run on. You may have noticed the Democrats have all gone into a state of hiding. You got... Katie Hobbs in Arizona hiding from debates. You got John Fetterman in Pennsylvania hiding from his voters. You got Mark Kelly hiding from his record. And all of them are hiding from Joe Biden. Gates also says that if Republicans take control of Congress, conditions, he believes, will improve in America. No more inflation, no more paying people not to work, no more broken supply chains and abandoned borders. You deserve an economy where if you give $5, you can actually get change back for a gallon of gasoline or a carton of huevos. Florida Senator Rick Scott, who heads the Republican Senate campaign arm, says the GOP has the edge in the Senate. This election is about the Biden agenda. People don't like high inflation, high crime, open borders, fentanyl. That's what we're talking about. Scott says the GOP will, he believes, win back the majority on Tuesday. We have great candidates. People are showing up to vote. There's no energy on the Democrat side. U.S. Senate candidate Blake Masters joined the Salem Radio Network and said inflation is high on the list of concerns for Arizona voters as they prepare to head to the polls this week. It is. I mean, maybe it's co-equal with the border crisis because they're both so important. But I'm telling you what, we're suffering from both. We have the worst inflation in the whole country at 13 percent in Maricopa County. Masters says despite deflections coming from Democrat opponents, voters in his state know really well what's been causing inflation. I hear it every day. People are tired. They want to make a change. And they're connecting the dots right now. They're understanding that Biden and Mark Kelly have caused this. According to some of the latest polling, just 36% of voters approve of Joe Biden's economic leadership. House Republicans are wasting little time jumping headfirst into probes involving the business dealings of President Biden's son, Hunter, and the wider Biden family 
if they win a majority in this week's midterm elections. Daybreak Insider's congressional correspondent, Bernie Bennett, has more. Republicans on the House Oversight Committee, the panel set to lead the probes if the GOP formally takes control of the chamber next year, are planning a press conference about the investigation into the Bidens the week after the election. Kentucky Republican James Comer, ranking member on the House Oversight Committee, who is likely to chair the panel in a GOP majority, has long been preparing for hearings and advancing investigations into the Biden family businesses. Their goal is to question whether President Biden's leadership has been impacted by his family's business dealings. Bernie Bennett in Washington. On Saturday, President Biden said that his administration would be shutting down coal plants across the country in favor of green energy systems like wind and solar. It's also now cheaper to generate electricity from wind and solar than it is from coal and oil. Literally cheaper. Not a joke. I was just and so you accommodate that transition. I was in Massachusetts about a month ago the site of the largest old coal plant in America. Guess what? It costs them too much money. They can't count. No one's building new coal plants because they can't rely on it. Even if they have all the coal guaranteed for the rest of the, the existence of the plant. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is you're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and they're using the same transmission line that transmitted the coal-fired electric company. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. That statement brought out the anger of Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Manchin, who is considered to be a moderate Democrat, represents a state dependent, in part, on the coal industry. The West Virginia senator responded to the president's remarks by releasing a statement that read in part, quote, President Biden's comments are not only outrageous and divorced from reality, they ignore the severe economic pain the American people are feeling because of rising energy costs. Comments like these are the reason the American people are losing trust in President Biden and instead believes he does not understand the need to have an all-in energy policy. Politicizing our nation's energy policies according to Manchu, would only bring, quote, higher prices and more pain for the American people, end quote. Stuart Varney of Fox Business says that the Biden energy policy may cost Democrats the House and Senate. From day one, the president got energy policy dead wrong. It's costing the Democrats a lot of votes and maybe control of Congress in next week's elections. Gas prices do matter. For two years, we've been warning that if you deliberately cut the supply of fossil fuels, energy prices will go straight up. Now that that has happened, the president is furious. He is angrily demanding that the excess profits of oil companies be taxed away. He thinks big oil should use some of the profit to invest in more production. What? He spent two years talking about driving oil companies out of business... Now he's got lower production, which is what he wanted, but he wants more production. I don't get it. What a mess. This all goes back to climate change, of course. Joe Biden wants to be the climate president. He believes climate poses an existential threat to the planet, and an assault on America's energy industry is therefore entirely justified. But those green policies are now producing much higher energy prices right before the elections. President Obama said votes really, voters, I should say, really don't like high gas prices. He's been saying that for years. President Biden is about to learn that lesson. 
According to several reports, Twitter has delayed the rollout of their new paid account verification process until after the midterm elections. The new application process promises users who pay a monthly subscription will get a verified blue check mark on their profile. The move, according to new CEO Elon Musk, is to fight spam on the platform. Twitter is moving fast toward launching Twitter Blue. The company started rolling out changes for some users today in preparation for the revamped subscription service. The big update? Users will be able to buy the blue checkmark to signal that users' identity is verified by Twitter. Historically, the checkmark has been reserved for notable users like politicians, journalists, executives, celebrities, and organizations. Many experts say the change is being driven by Musk's need to make the service more profitable, and all users should be aware. My general advice to people is to diversify their information. Do not let Twitter be your only platform of, of, uh, of information. You need to actually make really important decisions in this world. This new check mark now that's going to be available to everyone for pay, it does complicate the matter of trying to figure out who is who. Meanwhile, Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey is apologizing after hundreds of employees were laid off. He tweeted today he realizes people are angry with him and takes responsibility for growing the company too quickly. The checkmark has long been used to confirm the authenticity of government officials and other prominent figures. There is a spark of optimism of avoiding a rail strike and other supply chain issues. Daybreak Insider's Ron DeRoxtra has more on this developing story. Another one of the 12 railroad unions narrowly approved its deal with the major freight railroad Saturday, offering some hope that the contract dispute might be resolved without a strike, even though two other unions rejected their agreements last month. Now that 52% of International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Worker members approved their deal, seven railroad unions have ratified contracts that include 24% raises, and $5,000 in bonuses, but all 12 must approve contracts to prevent a strike. Rhonda Rockster reporting. Nike has dropped NBA player Kyrie Irving following his recent suspension. Correspondent Tim McGuire explains why. On Thursday, the Brooklyn Nets suspended guard Kyrie Irving for at least five games for what the team called a repeated failure to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs. On Friday, Nike canceled next week's launch of the Kyrie 8, ending its relationship with Irving that began when he was drafted as the number one pick in 2011. Irving was suspended by the Nets for posting a link to a documentary that contains anti-Semitic material. Later on Instagram, after the suspension, Irving apologized, saying he was deeply sorry to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post. I'm Tim McGuire. Look, if you had one shot... One opportunity. On Saturday, a new class of musicians were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which included Dolly Parton, Duran Duran, and rapper Eminem. The rap artist, whose real name is Marshall Mathers, in his acceptance speech in Cleveland remarked on how surprised he was that he was even at the event. So I'm probably not supposed to actually be here tonight because of a couple of reasons. 
Um, one, I know that I'm a rapper. I used to rap and roll on fame. And there's only a few of us right now that are induct have been inducted in already. But there's only a few of us. Secondly, almost died from an overdose in 2007. Which kind of sucked because, Haley, plug your ears. Because drugs were delicious. <laughs> and I thought we had a good thing going, man, but I'm like, I had to go and f*** it all up. Take too many. Mathers went on to say how rap music, in a sense, raised him. And finally, I had to um, really fight my way through, man, to, to, to try to break through in this music. And I'm so honored and I'm so grateful that I'm even able to be up here doing hip-hop music, man, because yes! I love it so much. And they say that, you know, you won't work a day if you love your job. This part I'm not crazy about, but okay. My, my musical influences are many, and they say it takes a village to raise a child. Well, it took a whole genre and culture to raise me. Mathers finished his speech by saying how the night wasn't about him, but about the artist who influenced him. This induction is supposed to be me, like, talking about myself, man. I wouldn't be, I would not be here without them, and uh, I'm a high school dropout, man, with hip-hop education, and these are my teachers, and it's their night just as much as it is mine, so thank you. Eminem's record speaks for itself. Over the span of his career, he sold over 220 million albums, 13 number one albums, Grammy Awards, and Emmy, and an Oscar. He's the best-selling music artist of the 2000s and the best-selling hip-hop artist ever. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at daybreakinsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.